episode 53. Welcome to the Lose the Cape podcast, where we get real with busy moms and talk about how they survive their daily juggle. If you are a busy mom who believes in the idea of moms helping moms with tips, tools, and resources to survive, this is the podcast for you. I am so excited to bring you today's episode because I get to introduce you to Aubrey Mathis, my brand new co-host for the Lose the Cape podcast. We hit it off so well in this um, episode. It was just, I mean, it was just like it was meant to be. This episode is a little bit um, heavier than some of them because we talk about why she started Today May Suck, a uh, company that provides basically comfort kits for people who are having a rough time. And it was started after several of her friends uh, lost their babies. So we talk about infant loss, baby loss, and of course, um, as most of you who are longtime listeners know, the loss of my two-day-old infant, Catherine. But the great thing about Audrey and I is that we both have um, a lot of spirit and a lot of, I guess, joy and happiness within. So even though we talk about some really difficult subject matter, we were able to lighten it up and bring our, our our humor into it as well. Uh, we talk about parenting. We talk about life as a real life cowboy wife and all kinds of fun stuff. I know you're going to love this episode. Before we get started, I want to talk to you about our sponsor, which is the Boss Mom Academy with Dana, Dana Malstaff. And I just returned last night from the Boss Mom Retreat. And let me tell you, it was so amazing to connect with all of these women that I have known in the online sphere or interviewed for the podcast or just kind of even some people that I just barely come in contact with and wound up great friends after the end of this conference. And it all started when I met Dana through NJ Rongner and um, became one of her founding members of the Boss Mom Academy. Dana is an incredible coach. If you are looking for a coach who can help you grow and develop your business, you have to check out the Boss Mom Academy and everything that Dana offers. The link is in the show notes at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 53. So when you're done listening to this, head on over there, check it out and see if um, if you might be a good fit to, uh, or if Dana might be a good fit for you. And she offers 15 minute fitting calls so you can ask her questions and find out what you two can do for each other. So please check it out and enjoy uh, listening to Aubrey, my new podcast host, co-host. Yay. Have a great day. Welcome to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast where we interview busy moms and steal all their knowledge about how to do momming in a busy world right. <laughs> so at least that's what our goal is. <laughs> Today I'm interviewing Aubrey Mathis, um, who I have gotten to know a bit over the last uh, few months, and we're going to talk all about what she does and how we get to know each other. But um, I love that she describes herself as an overly caffeinated wife to a real-life rodeo cowboy, which <laughs> I did not know, so I'm interested to learn more about that. And so cowgirls, um, she loves to blog from the rodeo bleed. What an interesting life. <laughs> and when she's yeah. doing that, she's into lipstick, cool, and um, and changing the way that we acknowledge grief, which is what we're going to get into. Um, she started a business, Today May Suck, which is a company that provides um, comfort care packages um, and helps to offer compassion and uh, 
and relief to those who are going through a really difficult time in life. So thank you, Aubrey. I'm so glad to interview you and I'm so glad really to have you in my life, really. <laughs> you too, you too. <laughs> thank I mean, you. anybody who cries at Christmas music out of the blue, you are my sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so depressing. Like if it's not Rudolph, I'm turning it off. Because <laughs> Yeah, well, I go in really good like Target and Hobby Lobby, worst places oh ever gosh. to be during the holidays. And I'll be like pushing my buggy and happy and then all of a sudden, I mean out of nowhere, like I'm doing the ugly cry. And we live in a college town, so if you're at Target, it's you and a bunch of 22-year-olds who are looking at you thinking, oh, she must be going through the change. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just going through life. So when I hear a song that asks Mary, did you know? She did not know. I mean, she had no clue. So I'm crying because Mary had no clue what she was getting into. Oh my gosh. Can you even imagine? I mean, all things aside, all religious stuff aside, can you imagine the burden of finding out that you're carrying <laughs> the child? The ch yes. And just all of a sudden, I mean, I was in total shock when I found out I was pregnant and I knew how I got that way. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. So, crazy. Yeah. It does. It just hits you out of nowhere. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're just a blubbering mess and you have to leave. You have to leave. At this point, you have to leave. That's exactly right. Well, I used to work retail over Christmas holidays and oh my gosh, oh my gosh, just listening to those sad songs all day long made me just like, oh gosh. <laughs> I know. You, Why are there so you many ask, songs? You, you ask yourself, is this really the most wonderful time of the year? Because I'm not getting it at this point. Oh, I'll be home for Christmas. And then I was in the military and I was actually deployed over Christmas twice. Well, no, I was there during Christmas one time and then we left the day after Christmas another time. And, um, you know, you're, like, you're listening to these songs, I'll be home for Christmas when you're uh, 8,000 miles yeah. away, <laughs> sleeping oh. in a tent. It's like, okay, we're having uh, no more Christmas music. Thank you. Yeah. No, no, it is. Yeah. Those people just like, what were they thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Good grief. Anyway, we have completely derailed the conversation. I, know. <laughs> I did press the forward, right? Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Side note there. Okay. So, um, well, let's talk about you a little bit more. Okay. Um, how on earth did you wind up married to a real cowboy? <laughs> That's a good question because I am not at <laughs> all a cowgirl. In fact, I always tell people I'm like, Audrey Hepburn stuck in a John Wayne movie and not stuck because I enjoy my life, but I don't want to get up at the crack of dawn to go, you know, herd cattle. There are times when I have to. Who does? <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> but he is, he is um, a professional rodeo cowboy and he is a calf roper and we spend our summers traveling on the road from state to state chasing the rodeo and it is an interesting, crazy life, uh -huh. but I, I don't even ride a horse. Like I'll feed and water them, but I don't get on. <laughs> no. See, I would think horses would be okay. Um, uh, what are they called? The big ones, the, the ones that throw people off of them. Oh yeah. Like the Bronx. Yeah. Yeah. Those I wouldn't want to get on, but just a yeah. regular old 
horse. Oh, he has to have like one foot in the grave for me to get on. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just not. I'm just not a cowgirl. Like at you know, all. It's funny. I like horses, but I've always been a little bit scared of them. Um, I originally was born in Iowa and we were on a farm and we had an old, old horse named Queenie. She was the sweetest thing. We used to ride her bareback, but I was really little when we left. So I've ridden horses a couple other times throughout my life. And, and always the instructions are like your most tame, most good natured, you know, whatever. It never fails. Something crazy always happened. I was on a horse named Turtle for crying out. Like they named Turtle. Well, we're going in the mountains in Arizona, trot, 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 through the mountains, cactuses all over the place. The horse behind Turtle bit its butt. Oh. Turtle was no longer Turtle. Turtle was galloping at full pace. And oh my gosh, I thought I was going to die. It was, it was so crazy and scary and invigorating yeah. all at the same time. Well, I watch my daughters and they're, well, they'll be 10 and 5 Christmas Eve and December 28th. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Aubrey didn't I'm know. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they'll just ride and they're so natural at it. And it just looks so relaxing. And I get on and I look like a monkey on a sheet. I mean, it just doesn't work. <laughs> well, that would be, I, I'd love to see some video of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Wow. So yeah, my life is really, really interesting. And it is true. I will be in the rodeo stands and I'll be blogging on the iPad and I'll stop <laughs> long enough to video him. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go right back. So my iPad is like talking about all this stuff, um, you know, how to support one going through a grieving time. And then you'll see my husband's video. <laughs> yes. So it's, uh, it's quite comical some days, but um, like I'll, I'll have my coaching calls with my coach, like in the bleachers. And I'm like, hold on just a minute. Can you hear me? <laughs> That's awesome. So it, uh, it's fun. It's interesting. I know it here. Now, nobody else is going to be able to see this because we're not posting the videos, but your eye makeup is amazing. Thank you. I love it. I love the little smoky. Um, I cannot pull off the smoky look. This was just a freak accident today. <laughs> but I got, instead of like eyeliner, I started using um, my eyeshadow with a brush. Uh, and it doesn't get so clumpy. I like it. it looks Thank so you. Pretty. I might Thank have to you. take a screenshot of this so that people can <laughs> see your beautiful eyes. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. All right. Seriously, we got to get Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So you're in Texas. Is that right? Yes. I mean, I'm I would just a, all, all cowgirls and cowboys are in Texas or Wyoming. You know, Texas or Wyoming. <laughs> Actually, you know how many are in Utah? You would be surprised. Oh, oh yeah. Utah, Oklahoma. I guess there's yeah. quite a few of those. Um, when we go, when we travel, the, I love the rodeos in Utah because people just love it. Yeah. Like they will pack a stands. In Texas, it's kind of like played out, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> I am um, about 25 minutes from Waco. Okay. Yes, home of Joanna and Chip Joanna. Gaines, oh. the Magnolia Fixer Upper. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. They're, people um, are obsessed with them. So uh, there's an audio book about them right now, isn't there? I think, yeah, I think there is. It was. A link. <laughs> yes, I know. I um personally I guess because I live here like I'm not as obsessed with them so I don't even know the book's name maybe something Magnolia because I everything's it I think it Magnolia. In it. I'm so I'm so out of touch with what's going on she sent me the the image of it 
and I recall something about Magnolia and she said obsessed and I'm like what in the heck is that <laughs> yeah no um people are they're yeah. just kind of a down-to-earth really good couple yeah well that's cool and yeah, they make me sick of our lives <laughs> <laughs> nobody's happy that all the time <laughs> ain't that the truth oh my goodness yeah uh, speaking of rodeos marriage is often like a rodeo isn't it, it is. <laughs> You get on that thing, you get thrown <laughs> off. Thrown yeah, yeah. Um, it a uh, you can kind of relate everything to rodeo just because you may end up in bullshit one day. <laughs> um, that's gonna be your quote for the podcast. That's great. <laughs> it is true, though. I mean, it's hard, and you have to pay entry fees, and you don't always win, and you don't always get your money back, and. Um, you just got to keep going if that's what you want to do. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Get back on. <laughs> well, that is actually kind of a pretty good segue into uh, your business. Today may suck. And, yes. um, you know, who connected us? I'm trying to remember like how we. I think I saw you in another group. No, you know what? I watched Abby Herman on um, a webinar that you did with her, I think. A okay. right published sell one uh -huh. and then I was like who is this lady and then I found the losing the cape and then your grieving mother site and I was like I need her in my life <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did yes so you yeah. actually started today may suck because you had had several friends have miscarriages right and you I've had um several friends have miscarriages and then the actual company came from uh my best friend at eight months had a sleeping baby and I literally went from talking to her every day, just texting, talking, I mean, to nothing. I said nothing. I was like, what am I supposed to say to her? I mean, how are mm. you doing? I mean, she's going to yeah. just send a text right. back. Fine. Okay. Right. As good as can be expected. So I just said nothing. And finally, probably six weeks went by and her husband called my husband and said, please have Aubrey call her, her mom, her sister, like everybody's avoiding her. Oh, and I finally just sent a text and it, uh, the words were this effing sucks mm. and I'm sorry. And she replied back that that's all she needed to hear because it does. Oh. And then weeks went by and I was like, there's got to be something better than this generic card that says everything happens for a reason. Yeah, no. I mean, nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> especially not someone whose baby has just died yeah you know we may as humans grasp that and it's really great to say when good things happen mm -hmm. <laughs> oh this did happen for a reason so I was like there's got to be something better than this I mean there's got to be a card that says this sucks mm -hmm. <laughs> and can I send it mm -hmm. so I finally just said you know I can I can only imagine the emotional roller coaster so I was like, I just need to kind of get something that says, you know, it's okay to fill whatever you feel today. If you're happy today, fill it. If you're mm. mad today, be bad. Exactly. It's, it, like, it's all okay. Don't mm. go with what society says about how you have to pick up and be better the next day. Yeah. And it's really interesting. I talk about this a lot in my, um, in my grief stuff. Um, it's really interesting, like how quickly people do expect you to bounce back. And, um, for me, my, my twins uh, would be turning five in 11 days, my survivors turning five in 11 days. And I would say that it's really only been 
maybe the last six months that I've felt normal, six yeah. months to a year, maybe, you know, and even that, you know, and it takes, it takes time and, and, and that's universal with grief. And it's hard to understand if you, if you haven't been through the loss of someone that you love, but with a child, oh my goodness. So it's, it's just, it's, I appreciate it. And what was really interesting for those who don't know, when Aubrey and I first connected, we, um, we were talking about my book and what's in my book and she's donated some of her journals to go into the care packages that we send. But the very first um, sentence in my book is this sucks. <laughs> it was like, we were just meant to be connected. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. It sucks. Um, I personally have never had to experience that sort of grief but it's really hard even living, um, I always say, outside the grief box, like mm -hmm. watching this happen and not being able to do anything. And, um, you know, my sister had two miscarriages and I have two perfectly healthy babies. So oh, it's yeah. like when you're like, oh, my kids are driving me crazy. You're like, I shouldn't have said that, you know. Yeah. And that's, you know what, that's um, that's across the board. Like even like I have three healthy children and um, but I have friends who have struggled their entire lives with infertility or other losses. And it's just, it's really difficult because there are days as a mother that I'm just like, can I send them all back, please? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone take them for me. And it's like, I hesitate to say things like that because I am sensitive to the fact that there are so many people that would give anything to be able to have a live, healthy child. And, you know, the thing that I, that I have to remind myself is that people only, people only know and understand what they have experienced, what they've gone through. And it, you know, it, I think if I could send a message to the world, it would be to stop um, getting upset with people for not being in your head and your mind. <laughs> in your, in your grief. And, you know, and then the other side of that would be, please try to remember that even if you don't know it, be sensitive about it, you know, mm -hmm. but anyway, I digress. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's very tricky. Um, fortunately my friend is now, um, I think she's six months pregnant. Oh, good. So we, um, that comes with a whole new emotions yes, too. Yes, I'm sure she's and terrified. Yes, um, everything looks really good so far. Everything looked good the first time yeah. so far. So yeah. we, uh, it's, um, you know, I'll send a text like, how are you feeling? Kind of weird today, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure the birth is going to be another one of those hurdles, like how to approach it. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. going to be a wonderfully happy day. It's going to yeah. be sad too. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, well, I had a, a kind of a similar situation the year before my first child was born. Um, a coworker's wife had a stillborn baby at 41 weeks. Um, yeah. And uh, that just like rocked my world to, to watch them go through that. It was their first child. And um, made me just absolutely terrified when I was going through my pregnancy. What if this happens to us? What if this, you know, he's healthy, but yeah. So it's, 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 yeah. Even if you haven't been through a stillbirth yourself, if you've experienced one with someone else, or I just, I can't imagine, I can't imagine. I don't want to get too sad today. <laughs> yes. 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 It, uh, it, uh, 
it's, you know, I, I know a lot of people who miscarry and a lot of that can be, I guess, not broadcast. So you don't have to make it public being eight months pregnant, everybody knew. And, you know, you don't think of the things that happen afterwards. Like she said, you know, we were at a cell or something that everybody knew she was pregnant. And the first person came up to her and was like, where's that baby boy? Because they don't, you know, it's not something they don't know. And you don't actually even think that those moments are going to happen. Right. You know, or... I'm working with an author right now. Her name is Amy Lands, and I cannot remember what the final title we decided on was, but it's to the effect of um, uh, how to survive or, you know, things to do after losing a baby. And it talks about things like that too, like how to respond when people, you know, how to tell people that the the baby didn't make it. And yeah. And I think it's going to be such a good book for mothers. It's going to talk about, you know, planning a funeral and it's hard to say it's going to be such a good book for mothers, but it's going to be a much needed resource for mothers who are lost and confused and have no idea where to go. And um, that book is launching in January, which probably be about the time that this podcast is live. So be sure to include the link to that. Yes. There, and there is so much that you don't think of. And in fact, I was talking with my friend the other day and she was talking about, um, you know, she had the professional photographer come in and take pictures and everything that she couldn't remember. Like she didn't take an outfit to the hospital, like, but somebody had donated their wedding dresses and these people, I did not, I did not know that because that is not something you think about. Right. Yeah. At all. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you plan a perfect, we're going to go home in this. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's so much that you don't know that happens until yes. you kind of exactly around it. So. Yeah, um, I'll make sure that we put the link into um, the show notes for that as well. But yeah, we've um, we try to spread the word about those angel gowns and wedding dresses for it as well. Awesome. I, got, I, I had these big goals of actually making them. I have the template and the pattern to make these, these things, but um, I just don't have the time. However, if there's anyone else out there who's a seamstress and wants to make some, there are plenty yes. of women who have dresses and I have a, I have a pattern for you. <laughs> yes. Well, that's kind of on my radar to maybe do a collection of dresses and find somebody like, because I did not know that. I yeah. didn't even know. Yeah, Didn't I know. Even think about it. <laughs> it's a beautiful service, and and my daughter, um, she had a, a beautiful, beautiful gown made for her as well. And it's it's interesting because I look at it now and I see it had butterflies all over the front oh. of it, and. Um, I didn't even really recall that, but butterflies since Catherine passed away have always been very significant for me as they are for a lot of lost moms. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's, it, it's truly a special, special thing. And as soon Aww. as I go get my wedding dress, I'm going to have somebody start making some gowns out of it too. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> still in my mom's closet. So I'm going to come get your wedding dress. <laughs> one day, mom. One day. One day. One day. I know. I have a package to send to you now. And I'm like, I've got to get that to Alexa. And I'm like, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> I know, girl. We have like, um, I think I still have 30 outstanding packages to send. It gets oh, my gosh. Overwhelming. I'll I get it in the mail. I promise. I'll get that in the mail then tomorrow. <laughs> that is on my Christmas to-do list. It was on my Thanksgiving to-do list, but that kind of... I know how it goes. Well, especially if you're a rodeo girl. I, yes. Rodeo this time of year? 
Yes. The rodeo <laughs> is like all season long because you have indoor road, winter rodeos is what uh -huh. they call it. And they'll start. Um, we do have a couple of weeks off. I think his next one, I say a couple of weeks, is December 20th or 21st in mm -hmm. Denver. Mm -hmm. But wow. I don't know if we'll be making that trip. Yeah. The girls and I. Um, and then Waco. And then, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't end. Good times. Good times. It is good times. All right. So we, we talked about how you started today, mm -hmm. myself. Now, what exactly do you do with it? What kind of um, packages do you provide? How do you choose what you're going to put in them? You know, I just, um, we, I just kind of say like, what would I want to hear? Or really, what do I want to say? And like an example of one package that we have coming out, we have a few changes coming in 2017 that I'm excited about, but this one package is called um, Crier Cocktail. And it just basically <laughs> says- That was my whether, world for three years. <laughs> yes, whether you need to cry or have a cocktail, whatever you need, I'm here. And it'll have like the little wine goblet glass and a handkerchief. Oh, and you know, that's me. I'm one of those, you wanna get drunk, we'll get drunk. You wanna cry, we'll cry. We'll do both if we have to, Yeah. you know, and, um, we are tweaking our kitty comfort kit, which will include a blanket and a little stuffed animal and a little eraser that says, if I could erase your cloudy day, I would. Aww. And the kitty comfort kits were actually created by my nine-year-old. And uh, so she, she's such a little old soul, but we have in our family, um, her cousin was born with short gut syndrome. Mm -hmm. So she has never actually eaten food, solid food. She's nine. Um, she's had lots of surgery. She's been in and out of the hospital. I mean, she's just a rambunctious little nine-year-old, but her and Emma are best friends. I mean, they're the same age. And then we have, I have a little cousin who was born with, um, teacher's Collins. So he was actually born without ears. Oh, wow. Yes. But technology and doctors are so far advanced. He got his first ear two months ago, a month ago. Wow. And he will get his second one after Christmas. And he That's is amazing. five, but he's wow. a little spitfire. But I'm like, you know, there will be, he, it was painful because they have the yeah. skin graft from his wrist and his little <sighs> um, kind of pelvic area. And but he has ears that, Yay. and he's like, I have ears like daddy. Um, and he's never worn sunglasses. I mean, You're it's these things. Today. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just kids in general. So we really, I really want to hone in on the kitty comfort kits. Yes. Um, because I think kids are expected to have good days every day because they're kids. Yeah. You know, I think, yeah. Well, my daughter came home the other day and she was just devastated because somebody called her a frog lover or something. And I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I could really just laugh at that or I could say, you know what, that really ruined her day and her yeah. day sucked because of it. So I'm going to let her have this moment yeah. and then we're going to get on with it. But um, so, yeah, I really we're going to really push the kitty comfort kits because I think kids need to be acknowledged that their days can suck, too. I agree. Oh, wow. Well, those are so cool. I am. Um, I love the packages and we'll have the links to your website and everything in the show. The notes. packages should be up probably mid January. Maybe by the time this airs, we, like I said, we're, you know, always rebranding or redoing or tweaking. So, yeah. so yeah. now where do you, um, 
where do you get your supplies from? Where do you order your branded materials? Um, the actual boxes come from Pack Lane. Mm -hmm. And the materials just kind of come from wherever I Google. I do try to keep a lot of the printing here local mm -hmm. um, through local printers, but um, I'm always looking for better printers. You know, you can get a really good one for a while and then all of a sudden like they're not so great. Um, right. But uh, it's hard to find. Um, the Printed Mint, have you heard of them? Mm -mm. I'm looking into them because they offer some really cool things that we may integrate in 2017. It's the Printed Mint? Yeah, I think so. Don't quote me though. <laughs> I think that's it though. Well, you know, I'm always looking for stuff too. Although I'm in a period of transition right now and I'm trying to decide in 2017 where to take sunshine after the storm because I kind of feel like... Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm at a place where I need to, to shift gears a little bit. And I still want to have that um, ability to help grieving parents, but mm -hmm. staying, I, I was explaining to my husband the other day that it really keeps me, it keeps me in a place that I'm trying so hard to move away from as well. Yes. So um, I've got some thinking to do on that and how to, how to best do it. But I am thinking about still um, offering some some things for sale on the website and then just using the proceeds to do local donations to the hospitals and stuff because yeah. they'll always need they'll always need those things at the hospitals for mamas and yeah you know so yeah it's, it's kind of hard to um, move on mm -hmm. I can see that when you're when you stay so involved and it's yeah. not that you don't care anymore it's just in order to be healthy heal. mentally yeah. uh -huh. and heal yeah yeah and to, yeah. to continue I mean I, it's a it's a double-edged sword because on the one hand like it really 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 fills my soul to do something for a mother who's in pain mm -hmm. um but you know, we ask them to provide their story and everything so that we can send a card that is yes. meaningful and to, to read these stories. And some of them, oh my gosh, some of them are just gut-wrenching. Yes. Yeah. And I, I totally get that because I do get emails too. And sometimes I'm like, I really have to almost detach and go into a business mode and just let me see the margins and have somebody else maybe read the emails. But I did get an email from a mom who a uh, daughter committed suicide. Oh gosh. But she thanked me for my service. And I was like, here, this lady is grieving. And she took time out of her day to thank me for something. Yeah. And I mean, as a mom, you always go to that place. You yeah. always put yourself in a Absolutely. mother's shoes. And it, it is, um, it does get mentally challenging sometimes yeah. to, you know, Oh, stay in those sucky days so you have to go out and try to ride a horse or something to make yourself laugh but I and I am a like laughter is my go-to emotion uh comedy you know let's make something light out of this and in fact uh the scene in Still Magnolias where Dolly yes. Parton says laughter through <laughs> tears is my favorite emotion I'm like that's totally me yes I'm the I'm the blunt cousin I guess you could yeah. say <laughs> We have a, a very large family. My mom is one of seven and my grand just turned 95 in September. And so we did a big family portrait 
And then when I say big, it was like 50, 75 people. <laughs> and, you know, everybody's like, oh, Gran, you know, we're so blessed to be here because of you. And this is such a beautiful day. And I just looked at her and I was like, Gran, thanks to your vagina, we are all here. <laughs> I'm like, that's me. Like, I'm just like, let's just be real about this. And she laughed. I mean, she found it funny. And, you know, you have the people who roll their eyes and you have the people who say, that's Aubrey. Yeah, exactly. You that's know, again. there's that's just her. And then you have the ones that laugh. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to please everybody. But sometimes you just have to, you know, let's just not be serious about a moment. Let's just take the moment in. Yeah, you know? I agree. I, l- I love laughter. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It, laughter has literally saved my life. So. Yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> I think. I think it. It really is a medicine. Like mm-hmm. when they say it's the best medicine, it does. It does heal you. True. So um, true. And it helps me when I feel awkward. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so quick question for you yes. then. As you've got two. Pre-teens or is one already? No, she'll be 10. Yep. Okay. Yeah. A preteen and a little one. Um, Yes. How are, what are some of your secrets for um, juggling, you know, your husband's very busy schedule, traveling, managing your business and the children? Did that kick us off? No, we're still here. (laughs) Okay. Um, I cuss a lot. And I will cuss towards my children, not at them. Um, So I, you know, no, but in order to juggle it and stay sane, you kind of have to just let things go and not even pretend that you're going to attempt something on Pinterest. You might as well just say, (laughs) that's not going to happen. Right. Or just be honest. I'm the mom who forgets the note that it's their day to bring snacks. And I totally go to the dollar store and get little Debbie cookies Mm, because they will be fine if they eat a little Debbie cookie. Yeah. I'm totally real and honest with my girls. I mean, and I try to teach them, you know, if somebody calls you a frog lover, are you a frog lover? Are you stupid? No, you're not. You can't let people's words affect you, even though it hurts. Yeah. You can't. And then I really do try to teach them to make a connection that life isn't about likes and followers. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like we're in a place where social media, I mean, it dominates their yeah. lives. Yeah. And I, I really want them to be aware if a kid is sad in class. Like I want them to step outside of their comfort zone and ask them, are you okay? Yeah. You know, or if they were mean to you, just think about maybe they don't have a great life at home like you do. Yeah. But it's, it's challenging. It's a challenging time to parent. They, they see a lot on TV and they question a lot. Um, you know, the, the, not like it was when we were kids where we just did what our parents said and as a parent, yeah. that's very difficult too, because I'm like, what am I doing wrong? When my mom and dad told me to sit down and be quiet, I sat down and was quiet. Yeah. How come mine aren't? But I think you hit the nail on the head right there. It's that they are exposed to so much more than we were. So much more. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes a difference. It does make a difference. And they just... I think the human connection, we're just, we're really losing that. And we as parents have to step back and say, let's bring it back. And I really think we can. 
um, but they don't know how to interact these days. Mm -hmm. Um, my girls, I mean, they get to, they get to play on their iPods and stuff, but it is very limited. They don't have free Wi-Fi connected to it, but they started talking like at one and a half and they can have whole conversations and people are like, they're so smart. I'm like, no, they're, I mean, they're regular kids. They're not above average. We just talk to them. We don't let them sit there like this all day long. So I don't have a genius child. (laughs) I just have a child who knows how to analyze. Yes. Exactly. Wow, with the thought. <laughs> yeah, and they get exposed to a different lifestyle with the rodeo. I mean, sure. it is, it's a different, you know, they have to be kind of sociable. Yeah. More so than their mom. Their mom is like, oh, do we have to go sit over there? <laughs> I need to just blog. <laughs> Let me on my social media. Exactly. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. <laughs> I can be obsessed. You cannot. <laughs> Yes, exactly. I can cuss at everybody. You cannot. Actually, my five-year-old does, so we're working on that. Yeah, we've had some, uh, yeah, my little one will just, what was it she was doing the other day, um, and I heard her say something about, like, I don't like that damn thing. I know, I know, and then I'm just like, and then if she's the littlest one, you're just kind of like, eh. Yeah, I am with the little, maybe that's why she is the way she is, like, we have the elves. I don't know if you have the elf on the shelf, but. Oh, uh, well, I'm debating. We've had him. We've had him in past years. I'm just waiting for one of my children to ask when Chippy's coming back because I'm trying to come up with a good reason for why he's not coming back. And I'm afraid I'm going to have to be mean and be like, you guys have been so naughty this year. I'm not surprised. I've, I've already tried that. Like, I've totally tried that. Like, the first night they were here, they didn't move, and I woke up, and I was like, it's because y'all were bad yesterday. I mean, they lost their magical powers, but my oldest one was serious about it. Like, she wouldn't get close to him, and my little one, she's like, touch, touch. <laughs> I mean, she just has to, like, try, you know, like, maybe they won't. Well, she told us the other day, she looked at, we were watching some animated movie, and she was like, oh, I wish Santa would just bring the bad kids toys like he does on TV. That way I wouldn't have to worry about it. (laughs) Always trying to get around it, huh? Yes. Yes. But she's kind of, I kind of like that about her. So. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Strong-willed children, they have, it's difficult as a parent, but I think I'd rather have a child who uh, knows what they want than. Yes. 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 They, They are not fun to argue with because (laughs) they just really I end up in a corner like yeah "Yeah, you won you know (laughs) but then it's also hard for me with my oldest one because she is uh carries her heart on her sleeve and she's very sensitive and I'm almost just like "Ah, just get over it (laughs) you know yes yes I have the same situation same situation going on it's hard sometimes to be yeah completely empathetic all the time but yeah all all, and girls Mm -hmm. well I have a very emotional son too but (laughs) well I've heard that that boys are just as bad as far as the drama and emotions go oh yeah so in all of the insanity of all these different things going on Mm -hmm. how do you find me time and what do you like to do for yourself me time I actually just now started getting me time because the girls are in school. (laughs) So I do have a few hours during the day for me time. And right now, I don't know if you've watched This Is Us. Oh my gosh. I watched the first three episodes. I love it, but I just, I, it, 
I wish I'd known that they were going to lose their baby in the first episode. That kind of. Oh, see, I, yes. Oh, well, I'm obsessed with that show. So I did watch it. Uh, speaking of that, did you watch the Dolly Parton show last year? No. Uh, the Coat of Money Colors or something? No. It's a Christmas one. I think it comes back on. Don't watch it. Don't watch <laughs> okay. it. Yeah. I was like, um, because she does lose her baby. I'm like, do I need to text my friend and like warn her not to watch this? Because I bawled, like uncontrollably, couldn't catch my breath, bawled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, but I do love that show. And it does remind me a lot of parenthood um, in the, th- in the style of relationships and, Yes, you know. yes. Um, so I try to binge watch that. And then on a lighter note, I am obsessed with Friday Night Lights, the TV <laughs> show. I mean, I am from Texas, so football. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, I just love it. Like, I just love it. So I will binge watch that. And, um, I like to work out. That's my me time. I try to get two workouts yeah. in a week. Uh, yeah. even if I take the kids and they're running. I need to get um, back and I need to get back on that. I was doing so good working out every day and then Thanksgiving happened. Oh yeah. Oh, it's easy for me to fall off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of my me time. All right. Well, let everybody know where they can find you. They can find me. All my social media handles are at Today May Suck, and the website is www.todaymaysuck.com. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been thank you. I'll be a very difficult and heavy topic. Um, I really enjoyed the way that we were able to lighten it up. <laughs> yes, comedic relief at its finest. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to the Lose the Cape podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you love Aubrey as much as I do because you're going to be seeing and hearing, I guess not seeing, but you're going to be hearing a lot more of her. If you want to catch any of the things that we talked about, um, get access to the links or or just uh, see the uh, notes from today's episode, you can head on over to losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 53.